Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode three of the Launch Report. I'm here with Phil. And in this episode, we're going to go into how our startups are doing, what we're going through, our successes, our highs and our lows. We're going to talk about that. So uh, without any further ado, hello, Phil. How are you doing? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about really was uh, was how, how the startups, how my startup's going, which is Friends for anyone who's, who, ha- who hasn't you know been familiar with our other episodes. Friends is a podcasting platform that uh, opens up a podcast's audience to people who are hard of hearing, language learners, and also students who want to reference a podcast's material and really see what's inside there. Um, and also, of course, you know, every podcast on Forens is completely searchable. So if you've got a favorite podcast of yours that's on Forens, you can search through the whole thing and find, you know, your, you know, find your favorite bits and stuff. So that's what Friends is all about. And we launched about three and a half weeks ago. Um, and since then, we've had, we've had, you know, some really great feedback. Um, people love it. We've had some, some little bugs and issues here and there. And we, we've, we've solved them in the last three and a half weeks. And now we're focusing on feature upgrades. So it's a really exciting moment on the friends camp. Um, and I can't wait to talk more about it. And cool. <laughs> cool. Yeah. 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 And dive straight into it. So yeah, it was your public launch, weren't it? So this was, you closed it to sort of beta testers originally, aren't you? And now you kind of opened it up to anyone, anyone and anyone can sign up anyone anyone can sign up now yeah but for a long a long long time it's been like sort of a what's the word that the phrase is it's like a closed wall kind of launch where there was only like people who are invited who could use it um and and we were in that stage for a long time because we wanted to sort of identify all the bugs and even though we identified so many the public launch where i opened it up to pretty much everyone um revealed so many more bugs so we got that out the way that's that's you know that launch happened and I think straight off the bat, we had, we had bugs coming in, um, users reporting, you know, the, the most oddest bugs that you wouldn't expect. Like for example, hmm. uh, subscriptions not working, which is like the worst. Cause you get someone through the sign up stages and then on the subscription page, when they enter their, their card details, uh, it fails for some, for some reason. That was a, that was a really bad one. Oh wow. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, uh, I mean the biggest lesson I learned from that was, was get a, like, you know, like a bug reporter like a reporting tool when there's an when there's an issue on the back end or front end we didn't have one um which was just such an oversight but we didn't have one so at that time i was like asking a user to open up their google chrome dev tools and screenshot the error messages and the codes and it was just like this is so unprofessional so number one we got an, a bug reporter in so at least we could see the errors from our side oh, nice um, nice yeah so what was that just is that just like a back-end login system you've got that just record everything that's going on yeah, literally, it's called it's called Sentry Sentry and it's uh it's a backend reporting tool for Laravel. Uh, I don't think it's exclusive to Laravel, but it, it might just be a PHP thing in general. But it's for um it's for the it's for the backend, and it reports pretty much all every every backend error really. So there's errors that you know users haven't reported to us, um we haven't discovered ourselves, but they still uh they still report in sentry so it's the it even catches the minor errors that still let the user do what they wanted to do but um you know there's some kind of error that that's that's being caused we've got some big companies on there yeah no that makes sense yeah oh sentry was amazing i, I definitely recommend it because it's literally like a one like it's like a five minute install like you just plug in some code and it just records everything and sends it directly to it to, to the um, dashboard so that was yeah. really really good i'm trying to look for a next.js react equivalent so i'm trying to get something on the front end as well in case something you know bugs out on the front end 
But at the moment, yeah, the back end is pretty good at error, report, error reporting. So we're just getting bugs fixed at the moment. And there was one feature um, which was which, which we we called like you know we called it internally the custom vocabulary, which was when a podcast is uh, when it's when it's sending like f- for a new transcription. We have so much data about that podcast, and we can we can use that data to sort of update the words. So if you get, for example, there's a there's a podcast called Closeted Pole, uh, Closeted Pole, Closeted Soul podcast, and um, you know the capital first letter Closeted Soul podcast, and our transcription mm. was getting Closeted Soul podcast, but without the caps, um, capital first letter. But because we know that data that you know Closeted Soul podcast is the podcast name, we can then update the text so it it organizes that better we could do the same for names we could do the same for any 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 values that we put in um and we we wanted to put that in pretty much as soon as possible as soon as we launched and the the main reason why we didn't get that in before we launched was because i was in such a rush you know the the more the the, you know this was i considered something that we could do afterwards because i was in such a rush to launch um you know i needed i needed money coming in and all that kind of stuff and plus like yeah, the yeah, podcasters definitely. were getting a bit fed up like when's it gonna launch it's been bloody months um so we finally <laughs> had that launch done and yeah i'm still working on that custom vo- vocabulary feature because at the moment it's not working as i intended but that'll be ready pretty soon um so yeah at the moment we're just working on on features uh you know we've, we've been doing on the marketing stuff as well so the marketing uh, i did a live which is quite cool like an instagram live never done that before <laughs> nice how did that go it was weird it was very weird like right before that a week ago i i put up a reel like showing myself because before that you know it was sort of like a faceless company i wasn't sure if i wanted to get myself out there but i thought you know what like someone told me something along the lines of like no one really cares i was i was worried that you know who i was and and uh how i appeared and all these all these little biases that come with just a, a, a person seeing the person inside the company and, and all that i was worried about all of that but um someone just told me listen no one really cares they care about the product they don't really care who's behind it and yeah, the person yeah, yeah. behind it they could the only thing that they, that they can do is really just um promote it more and get it out to more to more ears. so i only saw benefits with that so i just thought i'll, I'll, I'll try the i'll try the real and that was okay I didn't get every, this was after we launched as well. So I was like, like thinking like, shit, if, if I do this, I, I was just wrapped up in my own imaginary world, but I was like, oh my God, how many unsubscribes am I going to get? <laughs> gonna be like, I was just completely thinking stupidly, um, but no one unsubscribed yeah. like that. So yeah, I did that real. I think it's one of them with that. It's, yeah, I, I know exactly what you mean. And it's kind of like, and I think as well, like, if someone doesn't like you, then, good like it's just one less person to worry about and just be like oh i don't like you so i'm not going to use your product you're like right fine you just right, I can just put your energy on people that do that will engage that engage with you so yeah it's a hard one it's a yeah. hard one but yeah it's always hard it's always hard for me to take that rejection you know when it comes to something that i've worked on for so long yeah and yeah, that, yeah that's most that, that's probably what i cared and if it was just me then i wouldn't really care but because i was like tying myself to this thing that i built for so long it was like I, it was just it was a scary thing but yeah it, it wasn't as as deep as i thought it would be um so so i did that and that, that was kind of cool um i was inspired by you there because i know you do your your vlogs and i just thought okay maybe i should i should start you know it takes a while for that and sort of inspiration to to make you actually do some some action you know but yeah i did that real and then like a week later i did a or a week or two later i did i did the live and the live nice. was really cool 
I loved it. Do you know how many people like, on it? Does it tell you how many people are on oh, it? I had like, oh, I had like, like literally two people on it. One or two people. Oh, on nice. It. But, but, you know, it was kind of like, I was expecting more, but I didn't really, it's nice lives because it's like, when I, if I'm doing a video or something, I'm always making like loads of takes because it's not, it's, you know, I mess up, I say the wrong word. On a live, it's like, you might mess up like 10 times, but at the end of the day, you're not going to stop the live and start it all, all over yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, just crack on with it. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. And I love how you, how you can just like post it on the feed afterwards as well, straight away. And uh, I did that, and that's 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 pretty cool. Um, so I added added a face to the brand, which was nice. Nice. Uh, and now I'm just every day I'm working on new customer acquisition that and, and the new features as well, which I'm doing in the in the background. Nice. So is your your new customer acquisition? What's that look like? Is that just hand cranking or just messaging people? Uh, the new customer right. is literally literally messaging people is the number one way for me. Um, right. I've got like I've got like a, a list of like ten strategies, and I've only I'm, I'm only doing the top one at the moment, which is the 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 DMs. I'm doing uh, the the only development in DMs that I've been doing is literally a LinkedIn. Uh, I'm using LinkedIn as well as mm-hmm. well as Instagram as well as Instagram because I did use in, in LinkedIn a little bit um, in the past, but um, I stopped it. I stopped it for for some time because I it was easier for me to just focus on Instagram, but yeah, I'm doing Instagram and LinkedIn now and I'm just messaging people on LinkedIn. I'm, I'm finding podcasters. Um, I'm checking out the podcast, seeing if it's a good fit because some like aren't a good fit. Some of, some of them are like, um, I could see that they won't really benefit from a transcription or they, they wouldn't be interested in it, especially if they're like just starting their podcast. Like they, they probably don't have a budget for something like that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm doing like research on LinkedIn, which is good. Instagram, I'm doing DMs. I, I basically, um, yeah. So Instagram, those things are working for me because there's, because at this stage we don't have like a huge wiki, uh, like a what do they call them, like a wiki or something. Like when there's like loads of documentation of support articles online, marketing articles online. I don't have any of that stuff, and that's one of yeah. the things I'm working on in the background. But it's it's not ready yet, so I can't say point to this link to to find out how how you can use friends for marketing or how you can use friends to get more listeners. Or if you have problems with signing up, go to this. I'm basically guiding pretty much every user that we've had. I've guided them through the sign up. I've guided them through their questions, and I've and and I've always been there, like in the DMs, if they have any support or questions. So it's it's a very active role that I'm playing right now. But at the moment, yeah, yeah, can't can't imagine. Yeah, can I, can I can't remember where you are. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I'm just remembering what. Yeah, you sent me over sort of. Uh, did some scripts for me didn't you on sort of what your outreach message oh, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 have you have you given them a given them a try yet no. <laughs> <laughs> give them a go it's just you, yeah i need what? to give them a go i need to ju- just work it out i think it's just another another thing on the li- on the list yeah yeah who's who's your ideal who's your ideal target market is it content because oh, or... it's really wide isn't it there's so many people that could that could use it yeah i think it's, this is a tough one i think um I've been trying to go down sort of the digital agency route because um, I think that'd just be good for partnerships. And that's what I think we chatted about in one of the last podcasts that I'm trying to get in the partnership sort of thing that people are offering. But that just seems to be just grinding to a halt now. So I'm just kind of thinking about other avenues, business owners again, um, and maybe like marketers that are employees. Um, well, yeah, it's yeah. funny because networking, a lot of people I speak to are just like, 
like say they're, they're just going their own business as just them they're always like oh I just don't look at Google Analytics I just don't look at it and like, the same message keeps coming across but then trying to convince them to use a product and like working out the marketing message for that is real a real tough one what do they look at if they're not looking at Google Analytics, Analytics they're just looking at like what their Facebook their Instagram growth nothing or so what do they Nothing. do? So, wait, so these people that I've been saying this, what do they, what do they do again? They're just like digital marketers. So a lot of people that are getting, well, the thing is the people that say they don't look at it, they're from a wide spectrum. So uh, copywriters, um, all sorts, I can't remember all of the things, but yeah, a lot of them are just like, yeah, I've got a website. I don't really look at the stats. Um, and it's just like, oh, God, you know what I mean? Just they're like, missing out on so much there. Yeah, yeah, so just miss, missing out. Um, yeah, we're probably talking about it later. Just one thing that we're putting the product that I were missing out on, it just like really opened my eyes. And it just, yeah, I just think that they're missing it. And I, and I think these people they, they rely on networking and LinkedIn for the leads. And I think it's all just on that plat, all them on them sort of platforms. Mm. I'll just connect me on LinkedIn and we'll just go from there. So I think they're kind of just relying on that, which is still a bit hand cranking, but. Yeah, depending on your business, I think that's that's been working from. Mm. So, I think that's what I've been getting it. The networking has led me to a lot of people that do that sort of promotion. So I need to get in with people who are actually using a website to try and promote the, the business, basically, instead of it's an afterthought because everything else is going okay. So Well, that's that, that's actually a really good marketing message, like something along the lines of, do you have a website, but you're ignoring traffic? And when you when when you see someone like point out what you're willfully blind to, they they think yeah. to themselves, okay, I actually I do need to pay attention to that. I know I need mm. to. And it's easy for someone to say, oh, you should be looking at your website traffic. But if someone's coming up to you and saying, uh, I'm going to help you look at your website traffic, um, I'm I'm going to I know it's a, an absolute pain for you to do that to look to check your Google Analytics when you've got like a billion other things going on. So I'm going to help you, you know, focus, you know just twist your head a little bit and and look at what you're meant to be looking at which is the google analytics it's so powerful um yeah. and i'm just thinking in terms of content marketing what you what kind of articles you guys could put, could put out in the future things like um uh, of the importance of websites because people do focus on linkedin and instagram and whatever because of the direct outreach even i'm doing it now but i know mm. in the future when i want to scale scale up these this the, the traffic to the to to like some kind of support website which is what i'm building now and the content marketing it's gonna it's gonna um although it might not create customers directly the fact that there is a support site is is gonna show a very good image that you're safe you know working you know having a subscription because like for example the smallest like one person for example who i was talking to was like um yeah i want to give it a try but, but but I don't want to give my car details. And I said, well, you're not paying anything. It's like, it's a 30 day free trial. You're entering your car details so it can auto renew. And she said, um, she said, no, um, uh, you know, uh, I said, it's just like Apple, you know, on Apple, you do that, you do, you do the you trial that way where you pay after 30 days, you can cancel before it if you don't want to be charged. And uh, she said, yeah, but I know Apple and I don't know friends. And I thought, okay, fair point. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. that's a fair point. And I thought if yeah. we have like support articles talking about, okay, how to get a refund, how to do this, how to do that. Um, you know what 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 payment um apis api we use how how our stuff is secure and all this kind of stuff don't know why we're like that it is secure mm. <laughs> put the, yeah um 
if we had that sort of stuff, it would make people feel a bit more safe. And also I could just point people to resources and they're going to think, okay, there's, it's, it's bigger than it actually is. And it's, it's a bit more rigid and it's, it's, um, it's, it's not, it's not a scam pretty much. I'm not saying people think yeah, yeah, yeah. scam, but all that stuff sort of helps. Um, so I see, I, I, you know, I, I like, I like how Google do this as well, because Google have just such amazing support articles about every product that they've got. Um, even ones that I'm not even, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not um, using like Google ads, for example, I know I'm going to want to use it in the future and I'm going to want to use ad networks. But when I search about Google ads is when I see the support articles, um, it, it just, it, it's something, it puts like a seed in the back of my mind, which makes it even more certain that I'm going to use it in the future. Um, so content marketing wise, you've got such, such a, such a huge, like capacity there, right? With all this feedback that you've got from all this time talking to these people, they basically yeah, yeah. told you that they're not, and I would, I didn't even, I couldn't even predict that as well. Like people aren't looking at their website traffic, you know, I wouldn't yeah, it's predict just, that. It's just, yeah, it's just nuts. It's just nuts. And I, I don't know where, yeah, they, they mustn't, they must, they must be running the business without it. And I don't know if they're missing out on stuff. Mm. Um, yeah. Cause the surprise is actual people with copywriters who write blog posts and try and get engaging content for customers, but then they don't do it for themselves. So it's, <laughs> it's like, you, you must know the benefit of this if you're doing yeah, it for yeah. people. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, it's bonkers. It's bonkers. But yeah, going back to that, I have done a lot of stuff recently. Um, I got actually, I got a virtual assistant to go and find the top 10 questions that have been asked on Quora about Google analytics just to see what people are sort of talking about. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And then you've just got, right. So I've got actually 10, 10 blog posts I can write and I've got somewhere to then post that to say, right, answer this question with like a link back to my post and stuff. So mm. stuff like that, which what you're saying about content marketing is exactly what we're trying to think about doing. Yeah. Mm, that's really good. That's, that's really good. Um, and I'm, have you have you got have you got because you've got loads of you've got loads of content online like I've, I know you've got a blog because I've been on it before and I've read articles on that is that the same are you going to use the same blog for elementary analytics as well or is that the elementary analytics blog that'll be straight on elementary analytics so yeah I try and try and separate it I have done a bit of crossover but I think it just gets you're just repeating the same stuff I think mm-hmm. so like what I did I did a the blog on my personal blog that was kind of linked to a product and then put that on the blog for the product. Mm. But yeah, it just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't sit quite well. So I'm trying to be more um, separated with it. What I do with any blog post though, is I have um, an automation that actually does a draft on medium. So no matter what platform I'm writing my blog on, I'll get it posted on medium as well as sort of a traffic. That's and then really link cool. back to How say, does that work? But you use, uh, the work, have you heard of Zapier? I've heard of them, yeah. They've got API integrations. Yeah, so that's what they do. So you basically set Zapier on your WordPress site, link it to Medium, and then every time you publish on it, it'll go, all right, that's there. And it'll, it'll just basically tell Medium to import it as a draft. That's brilliant. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's that's brilliant. All this stuff, you can you can even educate your... Because it all falls under 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 marketing and getting, yeah, getting yeah. results from from your efforts so there's that's so, a good show yeah i can always just do stuff like that can't i yeah 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 there's there's, there's so much opportunity stuff. and you have to tweak things like for example 
there's been so like you know when I'm DMing people like telling them about the product, I've had so many conversations that's just that's like like ended in a ended in a no sorry not interested right now, but I've gathered through I've I've taken the opportunity to be like okay what would you what would you sign up for what do you expect what what would you like um I've always asked those sort of questions and I and I know which ones um what I'm gonna develop next because I know what people want the most next and that's like a knowledge that before you know when I first made friends it's like it was all based on my predictions what I thought people would want um and uh, after talking to customers you get a better understanding of what people actually want. And that's just going to like, you start off with a little bit of success, but it's taking in the, that sort of feedback. That's just going to yeah. guide the ship where I never thought it would go, but mm. where I'm more than happy to take it because as long as it falls under the, under the umbrella of what the mission of the company is, which is making information more accessible, then, then, then I'm, I'm more than happy to, to carry on in a, in a new direction, so to speak, that's still going towards the same, the, the um, same destination as before. Uh, so, yeah, the customer feedback's important. Um, mm. And yeah, I, I, I would say, I, I think there's there's something in, in that, you know, I don't look at my website traffic. Um, I would, I would take, I would take that opportunity with both, both hands and really like drive it home. Um, you know, I yeah, don't know if that's what you're planning it, to do. Yeah, well, that's what I'm trying to, without basically just, you know, interrogating these people, I'm trying yeah. to find out why they don't um yeah. yeah a lot of them just said no it's just too much effort so just that's the same thing that keeps coming back it's one yeah. other thing isn't it and that's that's what you're it's amazing because that's literally what your product solves it's just one other thing that you have to check and you just can't be bothered to check it and yeah. you end up checking what gives you the biggest dopamine hit like for me when i had tube i had like um i had other things that i could check but i remember the thing that gave me the dopamine hit the most was the we used um fabric.io which was basically like a fight it was like a firebase it was like a it was like a ga i used G, like a ga um yeah. google's equivalent of it um and it basically told me one main thing which was how many how many uh it told me how many people downloaded the app each day it, to, it told me what pages they were on the most in that day um and those kind of th- seeing that stat i used to check that page not just once but like four times every single day and when when I was bored, I'll check that page. I, I'll just go to fabric.io and check all the stats there. Um, so there's, there's, if I think if people, if just people would see the value immediately from what you've, what you, what you've made because of the, because the Facebook, the LinkedIn, all of it in one page it saves a hell of, hell of a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, definitely. It's, it's just, a, I think it's just like a, because, because when you, when, yeah, I think it's like, you know, yeah, you can use, that's an important thing really to, to use the, the, what people tell you to help um, shape your marketing message, so to speak. That's definitely helpful. Yeah, yeah, it's an interesting one. Going back to what you said, I think there's an interesting point there. I read a book recently, actually, and just made me think of it. So there's a book you might like called Go For No, which the tagline is, yes is the destination, no is how you get there. And it's exactly what you've been saying. Um, Yes, it's the and, but yeah, it's right. a very thin book. You could read it. And it's like a, a bit of a story. Um, I won't go into it. I won't ruin it. But basically, it's about a salesman. And instead of going, instead of looking at for yeses, I think he said if he to hit his target every week, he had to get basically four sales. <laughs> so if he got four sales in the first five calls, he'd step off the gas and then that'd be it. But what? this book explains is you've got to dig and say how many no's do you need to get them four yeses and it was like 16 so for every 16 no's it gets four sales 
So then what he'd do is instead of looking at how many yeses he'd got, if he got like four yeses in the first five calls, he still had to get another 16 no's to, to, to hit his weekly oh, target. Cool. And he ended up selling more and more and more and more because he was trying to get all these no's because as soon as you hit your number in the yeses, you stop. But while you're trying to hit all these no's, you keep ticking off more and more yeses. It's that's a really like, interesting concept. Yeah. But yeah, that book was like, it blew my mind when I read it. I was like, wow, that's interesting. Really interesting. So I'm always like, that's no's not like, a bad thing. Get more no's. Um, there you go. Yeah, that's like a hardcore growth mindset right there, isn't it? Yeah. That's like, you know, that's the way to grow. And plus with every no that you get, you're going to get some feedback in and then you're going to improve the product and then your, your no's are going to be less and less. So it's even harder to get the no's, but you want to get the yeah, exactly. more no's. Oh, that's, exactly. that, that's so, just like a complete reversal. I love that. I'll, I'll send you the link to the book. I read it. Um, it's really short. I think it, it didn't even take me much more than an hour, I think, or whatever. But, is yeah, it one of those really free e-books well, or is it like a, it's something no, you can it's, buy? All right. it's about 850 off Amazon. Okay. Um, but yeah, I got recommended it by someone who's quite good at sales yeah um and it wasn't like any like sales techniques or anything it was just sort of like a mindset thing and it's very very yeah. cleverly written as well it's like a story and um it's not like a, it's not like a thing so yeah it's really really good one that one all right maybe yeah, as soon as you said that then. like i need the notes to get moving on with the product i was like i've read a book just like that so yeah. Oh my God. I've, I've become so, you know, it's the, 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 the default for me really is when someone says no or when someone, um, yeah, when people say no, really, um, or, or I just get ghosted completely, you know, when I'm trying to sell something, when I'm trying to sell friends to people, um, my default reaction is like, damn, oh God, no one's interested. No one cares. All that kind of stuff, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it's so easy to fall into that trap. So knowing things like that you know look for the nose get the feedback from the from the nose figure out what's going wrong it it, it is it is useful because it just helps you you know um because thinking negatively i found has always has never really it never really changes the situation at least positivity will always make it has a chance of making the situation better but negativity is just like it never ever makes things better so i have to you, you have to stay positive um i definitely i definitely adopt that as well these days yeah. like I'm, I'm taking notes from what everyone, everyone's saying and I'm making it better. And I'm so excited about the future as well because Friends has got so many cool things that's coming out soon. Um, and yeah, I, I just, I just can't wait. I think I, I spoke, I spoke a little bit about it in the live, but essentially it is that, that custom vocabulary thing. So the transcription is going to be better. Another one's an app, which is something that was always in the works really. That wasn't like something that people told us you should get an app. Uh, luckily I knew that already. Um, but the other things were, what else did I say? There was custom vocab, there was the app, there was, well, one of the biggest shocks for me, and I knew this like a day before we launched as well. So it was like, I had a choice whether I should just cancel the launch or not, and I chose to just go ahead with it. But we're using a Create React app. And I remember I asked you as well about the, the tags, the meta tags. Well, yeah. it turns out, you know, we can, you can use meta tags. You can put meta tags in for each page, and we did that, but they only load... Um, when the JavaScript loads on the page, because uh, 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 that's just because it's a single page app and it's and it's and it's create React app, which was kind of really bad because it means it defaulted to the public, it def defaulted to the single page apps um, title and description when you put when you're seeing it on Google and when you're seeing it on social media because social media don't actually like load the JavaScript when you're sharing nope. the link when you're sharing the link and stuff. So it was it was kind of bad. People were sharing the episodes and they just it just said friends and then 
what's even worse is underneath that it didn't it didn't say friends is an accessible podcast platform it said created with create react app or something like that so that looked so bad so we had to fix that and we're in the process of fixing that now we've converted it to we've converted the whole framework which was a big job because i remember i told you about it the other day and you were like yeah 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 that was that was a big job um and it's like 90 90 95% done now um so i'm excited about that too so people's meta tags are going to be you know showing and and that's why i didn't that, that's one of the big reasons why i didn't do any marketing well not any but i didn't do much marketing on linkedin um right. i haven't gone all in on, on marketing yet for for linkedin because I, I don't want to use the link because i don't want people to just see you know when i'm posting an episode and it just says friends it's not a good look it's funny you mentioned that because that's something i've been looking bad for myself it was not as bad as that but it was just I think I've been sharing sort of the register link to a yeah, straight in a LinkedIn post. And it doesn't show an image, but it, it does show like, oh, register and elementary analytics. Yeah. But yeah, I've just like, same sort of issue as you, it's just like setting up all the meta tags for each particular page within the app. So you're sharing the login, you're sharing the link to register, but it just renders quite right on social media. So yeah. a bit of a challenge. It's all part of the sales drive. You know, most of most of what, what we're doing now, because we're just starting, is like full-on sales. And I'll, I've decided to sort of go full, full, full throttle when it comes to sales. I will be the annoying sales guy, so to speak. If, yeah. Every subscriber counts. And things like that, definitely, they do matter. Um, so yeah. what are you going to do? Are you going to, like, put in a, a, a different image for, for, the, for the register link? Yeah, yeah. So just, I just had a quick look at... Um... Because I use WordPress for the sort of marketing side, all that's kind of handled for you anyway. Um, it just sets up by default, but you have to do. Oh, again, it's just Facebook and Twitter and all that. So there's like, you probably know this from the meta tags now. So there's like, your meta tags for ranking. Then there's 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 like one called an open one, which is yeah. for sharing. And then Twitter's got its own meta tag, and then Facebook have got one or they use. And it's just like, so you have to set up like 10, 15 things to make it shareable across these platforms. So it's just like another thing you've got to do. And it's like, oh, geez. It's a, it's a nightmare, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, I remember learning so about been, Open Graph and I was like, what the hell's what? Yeah, that was it, Open Graph. And I've, I've just been, because all that's set up in the plugin I use in WordPress for the marketing site, I've just like, right, I'll just share the raw link so they can then see the marketing site and then hopefully they'll go to the register from that um, for now. But yeah, there's just little tweaks like that. They're just a nightmare. Yeah. It's at yeah. this stage when we just when, when we realize how much it, it, it was the same with me when I when I tried to sell. Was it you who posted on LinkedIn what other startups? Yeah, it was. It was. He said like, what other startups have you done in the past that weren't like you know internet or you know digital based? <clears throat> I don't know if I told you this. Oh, it was today, yeah. Was it today? Your LinkedIn, by the way, has been on fire. Like whatever you've done to tweak to make your LinkedIn better is just you know your posts. I don't know. Have you made an active effort to like to to learn? How, what works and stuff because it's definitely working like it's always um, at the top of my linkedin feed every single time um is it every time maybe that's because i've liked your previous ones but that's that's the good thing because more people are liking them that means your posts are going to appear to the top of so many more people's feeds it's it's a weird one so it's just consumed the content of a um i don't know what we should say name or not but basically there's a, a woman who promotes herself as like a linkedin expert and she went from nothing to like a real high business uh, purely from LinkedIn. And she's just got a structure of LinkedIn. So you do a story post every day, you do a video post, you do 
a call to action post and you do a testimony uh, and now you should do it story post video post call to action post no i've done that long again story post video post testimonial post and then a call to action post and she said just do that four times a day um add 20 connections every day and then your linkedin will just take off and it's not quite done that because it's quite hard to do the testimonials when you've only got two testimonials so you can't just keep sharing <laughs> just repeat 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 so i've kind of binned off the testimonials trying to do the videos want to do the instagram videos um but yeah story post with a little bit of like a question at the end and then just a call to action every day and just see what happens the engagement i'm getting on the story posts are really high but that's because I'm in a few of these. Have you heard of a LinkedIn pod? LinkedIn pod? No, I haven't. Was it? That's what they call them. But basically, I'm in two WhatsApp groups. Mm-hmm. And every morning, you just share a post on the WhatsApp group and everyone will go and like and comment um, on yours. And then you just reciprocate. Oh, so you're spending a bit of time every morning doing that. Huh. And it is bumping the engagement up. Like Some of the posts I've done are getting like 1,300, 1,600 views in the feed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I'm think I'm, I'm getting getting where with getting somewhere with that. Um, but yeah, it's it's yeah, it's a, it, that's a bit of a hard one. And I think what I've been trying to do with LinkedIn is kind of have that as my lead gen, and like you know, you've been doing with Instagram, but not sort of direct messaging people. And literally, I've had like one or two inquiries about the product. Oh, okay. So it, it's it's a real real tough slog. But I think they said it is. It could be like a six twelve month thing before you start getting enough reach to get people involved so yeah, yeah like for, yeah like for me it's, it's the complete opposite for me we're, we're like you said we're, we're focusing completely on on the direct messaging like i think mm. so far since all of our posts have i remember we did the launch post and we did literally it was the launch post but that was the we only had one occasion where someone out of nowhere that we'd never contacted before thought of signing up they didn't sign up they just like commented something like underneath the launch post which was like three and a half weeks ago to this day and they commented like okay um how do, how do i sign up and stuff and i, I got excited because this would have been the first person who I, we indirectly sort of um yeah got but the, i i dm'd the person i commented under explaining how i then dm'd the person but it went it went nowhere like the the um the energy she had for it was it pretty much diminished quite quick quite quickly um and I thought I'd, I'd I'd be able to like sort of recoup it by sliding in the DMs and trying to get trying to help you know directly, which is what I was used to, but it didn't. Um, but regardless, I, I I've sort of realised with time, um, for some reason it's just uh, we haven't tried ads yet, and I really want to try ads because with ads at least people are when they see the promoted part, they know that they're being sold to, so they're they're like a slightly a little bit more open than they would if they came across it casually. Um, they expect they're thinking straight away, you know, okay, what, what are they trying to sell me? Let's just look for like two seconds, see if it's yeah. interesting. So at least there, I, I might have a bit of a chance. So I'm going to try for that. But at the moment it's going to be straight, you know, um, straight, sorry. Uh, it's going to be straight um, uh, direct messaging for now. But um, yeah. I, I know, uh, but we're still doing the Instagram post. We're still doing, we're sort of keeping up the image because people see that. And, and that's, I think that's one of the reasons why when I try the LinkedIn um, connecting with people on LinkedIn and sending them a note um, saying, Hey, do, you know, I like your podcast. Do you want to do a, do a, go on the friends platform? 
they don't the success rate on linkedin is less because when they go on my profile they don't really see much on friends like it's not like yours where you're posting about elementary analytics in it and always mm-hmm. always like um posting stuff that's that that relates to it a little bit not always but you know most of the time whereas mine is just not like that and then on friends on the other hand friends is like non-stop quotes about podcasting um clips from podcasts on friends so they look at that and it's just you know um it it helps them so much but i'm still yet to find a customer that that just you know sees the page and then decides to you know to to use it um but that's that i'm not i'm not really focusing on that because it's not really my strategy at the moment um so yeah no interesting no it's quite a lot on (laughs) come back with that i've had that loads of times like tire kickers so there was one the other week for so the the outlook adding a bill um i think microsoft changed something and it stopped actually the actual registering process stopped working the actual install process and i didn't didn't even know um uh, and just someone emailed saying oh i've tried to install your add-in um it doesn't work i get this and they sent me a screenshot i was like oh thanks so much got it thought i replied to them like oh no worries we'll have a look we'll have a look um and then they started asking me loads of questions about it two or three emails backwards and forwards I was like, yeah, they went, cool, yeah, I'll get, I'll get on it. And they've never installed it. So we had this big conversation about it. They tried to install it and didn't like it. I fixed it, knew what the problem was, and they've never installed it since. And I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> I know I've not been looking at it, but, you know, I jumped on it as soon as I saw the email, got it fixed within a couple of hours and away you could go. And they just, yeah, just never, never installed it. And I was just like, this is madness. That's so, that's so Yeah, so I feel your pain with that. And, Again, I think with the the other day was one that's quite a frustration as well is so I've been trying to do all these like a partnership and affiliates mm. and an email saying, um, oh yeah, I've just referred you. Um, can I get the permission when they sign up? It's going to be this name, this is the name, this is the company name, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, keep an eye out. I'll sign out at the back end. Don't worry about it. Nothing, no one's ever signed up. So yeah, it's oh, this, that, that one's a real weird one and weird one. I just wonder whether they'll sign up in about six weeks and you'll be like, God. Yeah, you never message. know. You never know. They, yeah. could, they, could, they could come back. I mean. You get the end of yeah, on it now. Mm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, it's, it's just, it's tough. People can just lose interest so quickly. That That's another reason why I love the DMs. But the the problem is, is, is the DMs just, they, they, they're good for me for now, for like, for the start, this sort of um early, early stage startup kind of level. But in the future, it's not, it's not, it's not like not sustainable. Scalable. Yeah. No. And, and also it's like, it's like a, it gives off a, a very, uh, if you want to move out of that early st- startup stage, you don't want to keep DMing people. Like, you know, you're not going to see Spotify DMing you saying, Hey, use our <laughs> three months, you know, what do they have? Like one P for three months or whatever it is. You don't see them DMing you that kind of stuff. Um, no, no. It's, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. What, what, one of the big podcasts I listen to, one of the, like an amazing marketer who's, just absolutely killing it no matter what he does he seems to kill it mm. but he just says like you just gotta I keep using the word hand crank he said you just gotta get the first hundred customers however you can whether it's dms messages or whatever um so that, yeah it's, it's a tough one to i don't i don't feel i don't know why it is like that someone that experienced saying you have to still do all this effort to get the first hundred mm. very strange 
I, I would I would mirror the same thing, even though I'm not like I'm not on his level. I know that's that's what my goal is to get the the first initial um, number of, of of subscribers that I want, and then from then onwards, then we can start focusing on the 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 best example the best like example for this that I can find is is the uh, is the freemium model with the freemium model it like I, I love it so much and I'm trying to make it even though we've got a freemium model we've got like a starter plan of friends it's nowhere near sophisticated it won't it won't ever convert um, and also it's the freemium model is kind of useless because it's like 30 minutes per month which no podcast is ever 30 minutes unless it's like a mini podcast and those will never ever want to upgrade because 30 minutes is more than sufficient for them um, so. But the freemium model is so good because <clears throat> I want to, and I know we talked about this before, I want to create a freemium model so your podcast, for example, could be on Friends for free. And then from there onwards, it could potentially, as long as the free features that we offer um, is, is good enough for people to want to wanna jump onto the platform um, urgently, then, then uh, we access like such a huge pool of people. And then even if one out of like 200 people or one out of 300 people convert, um, now that that's that's a huge exaggeration, but even if like the, the 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 percentage of people that actually convert is so 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 low, we're gonna have so many more customers that way. Um, but the only way I'm gonna get to the point where I can have a free a decent enough freemium model, and this is only because I because friends wasn't um, planned out properly at the start. If it was planned out properly at the start, I would have realized, or maybe not planned out properly, but um, done enough market research. And even that's a bit iffy because sometimes you have to launch before you know what your customers want. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, but you see what I'm saying? Like, like uh, um, I want to create the freemium model because I know it's, I know it's going to bring in more people, but I know in order to do that now at this stage that we're in, uh, we're going to have to get as many paid people as possible. And, um, you know, uh, that, that's, that's the number one priority. It's like my uncle always says cash is king. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and and uh, yeah cash is definitely king cash is like oxygen in a startup so i'm just trying to get that cash coming in and then afterwards you know it will be the best version of itself that it possibly can be so that's that that's that, that's the target at the moment um and i think we're on track to get there nice good 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 so yes you stopped marketing because of that that little uh bug so yeah, yeah. It, was, it was also there was also a few other things like for example there was a dupe dupe bug a duplicate bug where sometimes duplicate episodes would be added and if a person's right. auto transcribers on that means that they'd have two lots of episodes you know coming in and imported at, at once so they'd lose like double the amount of credit they have for that month yeah. and that, that was just a disaster actual refund and all these kind of things so i wanted to get that sorted out um and just just a few things here and there really um but I, I I didn't necessarily stop market. It's like all the other stuff I had I had like ten strategies in place and I wanted to do all of them and like ads was part of it, um, partnerships was part of it, and yeah. also marketing to like bigger podcasts was a huge huge part of it because I wanted to get the and I, t I spoke about this on the live but I wanted to get big pods. I wanted to start finally marketing towards the big podcasters because I completely avoided them before in the past because I I wanted to get like a sort of reasonable. Um, grassroots kind of support for it from from the from beginning podcasters and people who don't have you know huge audiences and now I want to go for the bigger podcast literally only because well for two reasons first of all friends can amplify the existing popularity but second of all because they're gonna they, they might bring in their big audience or like a, a portion of their big audience onto friends then they might discover 
all the other podcasts, like the, the new podcasts, so to speak, that we've added before them. So it's, it's yeah. all about, you know, I, the, 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 the real like biggest goal at the moment is, and what I'm trying to do with the marketing as well is in addition to getting new people, I really want the current podcasts on friends to get like loads and loads of listeners because I feel like they deserve it. Cause they've got some just such quality content. And when you listen to them, you think to yourself like the, something like this should go viral, but what's, what's the capacity for a podcast episode to go viral these days? Like people share YouTube videos, <laughs> like that. they share like websites like that, but for podcast episodes, it's, it's a little bit, I, I don't think, I think maybe once in my life I've been shared a podcast episode, like from a podcast platform, not, not YouTube videos, a little bit different, but even so, and maybe it's because of the length. Cause like when you send people like a, a one minute video, they're going to watch it. If you're sending someone an hour video, they say, yeah, I'll check it out. And then they, they never will. Now they might. Um, but you know, maybe that's why podcasts don't get shared as much, but anyway, I wanted to get these people listens and stuff. So I'm going to try and gun for the big, big podcasters. And I did not want to do that while it was still buggy. Um, yeah fair enough fair enough yeah yeah makes sense makes sense yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so is that the, what's the next steps and is that the next step to uh get the bugs out of the way and then uh go all in on the big guys <laughs> pretty much um pretty much yeah get get some i mean I, I'm, I'm gonna start i'm gonna keep the the, the big guys isn't even a, 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 the biggest priority for me right now either because it's it's, it's gonna be but at the moment, I still want to get, I still want to keep the sort of the machine running on how I'm getting new customers at the moment because I want to yeah. reach that goal. Um, and when I've when I've reached that goal, and maybe getting big, big podcasts is part of that. Um, but it's it's just like two things at once really right now. Just improving the product because I I want to bring in these new features, um, and also at the same time, you know, uh, get getting new customers. Um, and I think once the bugs are out the way like the custom vocabulary bug, by the way, I see that as quite important because when a, when a person first sees the transcription, the, the first thing they're going to see is literally a mistake. And I hate that. I hate when the first thing you see is a mistake because the first line is most likely going to be, hello, welcome to the launch report. And then the launch report will be like, you know, whatever, the launch resort or something. <laughs> you yeah. Know, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's not good. That's not good. You know, good look, but yeah, I, I'm doing both things at the same time and we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes nice nice so yes yeah, so you got uh any paid customers on the on board then did you since you launched since the uh what did you say sorry so what did you say many paid customers on since you launched yeah i've got uh, I, w- I wouldn't say like you know many but i've got i've got quite a bit and it's growing every single day so that's that's the most important nice. thing Brilliant. i've got like a goal every single day uh of how many i want to get and um well, I'm going to change that to the nose now because that's that's completely flipped my mindset. Uh, but I've got a goal of how many how many new new trials I want each day. So I don't always know if they're going to convert, of course. Um, uh, but um, yeah, I've got I've got a goal for the number of trials, and I just I just keep I just keep at it. Um, and and if if for some reason like because I, I I sometimes get like two days where I don't get any new customers, and then the next two days I'll get like you know I'll get I'll get like loads, and um, it's uh, I find that it's I just stick to what works, you know, when I, when I've got one strategy that works, I stick to it. So that's why I'm not doing like 10 strategies right now. I'm just focusing on the one that works. For, for that me. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the bit I'm struggling with finding the one thing that's getting like a, like a new sign up a day. If you get like a new sign up a day on average, it just, mm. just makes it a whole lot easier to, to do, doesn't it? So yeah, I tried loads of things like even, 
I remember when we first launched, I wasn't, at, you know what, for a long time, I wasn't even doing, you know, like during that stage where I said I was, stop, I was stopping marketing. Um, another thing that I, I wasn't doing was DMing people, which, was my, which is like my number one strategy. Um, but I still thought that the posts would get people interested. I was like, okay, share, share these posts. I asked podcasts to share the posts that we've got. So, so, you're, so, you know, your guests who are following you on Instagram, can, who are also podcasters, who will see it and all these kind of things. Uh, so I tried other strategies, but they just didn't work. So until I find another strategy that works, I'm going to go for it. Like, and I've got, I've got a lot of faith in the other strategies I want to do as well. Like, for example, affiliates. Um, I, I so desperately want to try that out because like, there's an Instagram page literally dedicated to transcripts. It's like, um, or, or podcast accessibility. And like, that's exactly, we need to go to them and get them, you know, onto some kind of um, affiliate plan. Uh, but I, I haven't yet. And the main reason why I'm holding off on that even is because, um, because I want the site to be better. It's, mm -hmm. it's just as simple as that. Like I, 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 there's so many things I despise about, about the situation we're in at the moment, like no app. I, I don't like that at all. Um, so I'm, I'm just sort of biding my time until, you know, the, the stuff we're doing in the background to make things better is done. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's basically my biggest lesson that I learned. Just I'm, I'm reworking everything that I'm doing always, even the DM messages that I'm sending to people. I'm just always experimenting to see which, which like variation works the best. Yeah. 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 Don't blame you. Yeah. Don't blame you. It's something I need, I need to get onto because I think the interesting one I've done is I've, I've tried getting on the affiliate thing, um, early. And I think that's, that's been my struggle recently is working out <coughs> who to get on as an affiliate that could just get you um, a lot of people in it. And it's, it's, it's a tough one. It's a real tough one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I think like just makes sense that you could just be just free signups, like just coming through because of all these affiliates. But yeah, it does take mm -hmm. time. You'd think about the affiliates as well. Like, you know, people would, you know, like your affiliates, for example, you think that they bring in like loads, but maybe it is the person that you pick. Um, yeah. Yeah. You have to find people. Cause I remember when I worked at, when I worked before in, in one of my previous jobs, um, and I was responsible for this. It was, what, what, what was it? Was it the games? I think it was a, okay. It was, it was, it was a, it was GP predictor. Yeah. So it was this like motorsport game that I was, that I was, I was responsible for. And uh, we got this guy from YouTube in who was, who was popular on YouTube. But I remember we were trying to find, we sent like, um, it was direct again. We sent, it was YouTube messages or was it emails? I think it was maybe both. I don't, I don't think YouTube had to have messages actually. Regardless, it was like an, e I'm pretty sure it was an email. Yeah. Cause YouTube has like this email section. So we emailed loads of influencers on YouTube and like the, the biggest criteria was really like, I, I had to judge if the, if the YouTuber had an engaged audience, how many views they had. I just made a massive, massive, massive list. It was, it was like really, really boring. But even though it was boring, uh -huh. it only took me like, you know, when you like really focus on like the, something as boring as that, you know, in two days, you'll have like loads of people on the list. And that, that, yeah. that list is like so damn useful. So we had this, so we had this list and then I was trying to pick, you know, which influencers we're going to email um, because the email had to be, you know, re relatively, we use a template, but it was relatively still targeted. And, um, you know, me and my boss, we looked through all the YouTubers. I showed them his account. I showed him their accounts and he picked which ones he liked the most. And then we, we went with those ones. We emailed them all. And then one of them ended up, coming into the office and um and we did like deals with them and they we had some sort of affiliate thing with them um because they were so niche 
um, and there was also so, such good promoters, uh, they got us, you know, the the signups that that we wanted from them. So um, I had I had some experience with this in the past, um, and I do remember we did get some people that just you know nothing really happened, no 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 mm. signups, but yeah. just like every 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 influencer's relationship with the audience is so so it's so like um, specific and you can't always put your finger on it just by looking at it. Like you don't know if an influencer is good at selling to their people or not, just because they get likes and comments doesn't mean they actually sell stuff. Um, selling is a whole different, whole different ball game. And you can never really tell if, if they've had a history of selling stuff and promoting stuff to their fan base for a long time, then they're more likely to get sales. But if, if this is like their first selling gig to the audience, they're not going to get many sales because it's the first time the audience aren't yeah. expecting to be sold to. So yeah, it, yeah, it's a hard it's a hard game, man, to find to find the right affiliates. So yeah, yeah, that's I think that I'm I'm to work with, and then it's it's a funny one. Like one of the people I'm trying to affiliate with, they're always promotion promoting Google Analytics and put it on your website, and I was like, why? <laughs> just like, <laughs> why are you not an affiliate for my stuff? Even though we're chatting and just like, ah. have um, you have you proposed it to them? Yeah, yeah, we've had like a proper one-to-one and like the, the, the affiliate, but also like a partner, so packaging the product up as part of his product suite as well. Hmm. We've chatted about that, but yeah, it just, I think I need to follow it up. And Well, that's so yeah. interesting. I was thinking that once, you know, because I was thinking, um, well, at the moment, Friends doesn't have much of an analytics dashboard. And I was thinking like, if you had an API that could reel in people's podcast listens and and you can just like, you know, uh, integrate your Facebook and integrate your Instagram or add your Instagram or whatever, you know, put that in the, in the analytics dashboard, then you can see podcast listens, um, as well as, you know, the, the Instagram and Facebook stuff. I mean, yeah. that, that, that's definitely, a, that's definitely a really good because just, I, I'm thinking now, well, well maybe you, I know you've probably, you've probably already like thought about this loads and I'm just like, just, you know, off the cuff, um, but like that could be so useful, man. If you could integrate to, because I'm thinking about all the dashboards I've seen, like I've I've worked with, sorry, like in the in the companies I've worked for, there's there's so many of them, and every day every new day analytic analyst that walks through the building has a new, has another tool that they want to use and that they used to, and they yeah, yeah, want to yeah. stick to that. But if you had something that could integrate with everything, um. And I know that's probably technically like bloody hard, but you know, you know what I mean? Um, Cause it fits in with your brand as well, which is all about making the data accessible. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. The API. I think, yeah. I think the podcast one is tough cause I'm not sure how they currently do it, but like, I think one of the, the platform I use, I think every evening they're going, so whichever they're published to on your behalf, they go and check the stats for that day. So they have to go and pull from, the, oh god knows how many mm. yeah but then so i think that yeah. that's the problem with podcasting i think it goes back to when you were saying like people don't share podcasts yeah. because like they do youtube videos because there's so many platforms now to listen to podcasts on uh-huh. like mm-hmm. you could use apple Podcasts, but then i've got an android phone but i use spotify and it's like how do you i think that's the real challenge with podcasting is it, it's not a there's no like one central thing that's really taken off in terms but, of like a yeah. host and whatever. And like so, that's, and that's why you're, you're, is the company's mission, elementary analytics, analytics, is the mission to make data more accessible. Mm. 
Okay, well, that's simple, that's, simple that's so good. Analytics, yeah. Accessible analytics. Oh, so it's, it's two words, so it's even simpler than I thought. That's that, that's such a good like. No, no, it's simple accessible analytics. So you're simple right, accessible yeah, yeah. analytics. See, that's yeah. so good because I'm I'm just getting all these like these ideas in my head. Like for example, like okay, irrespective of the podcast data problem, um, you know, we, we still have data about about a pod about podcasts like listens and stuff. We can have that at the top, and then we can just have like a little button underneath that says. You know how um, you can import. Uh, what's a good example? You can you can import data from from somewhere else. Like uh, I'm trying to think of an example, really. But you can add Instagram to your. What's a good example? Do you yeah, know so you can. Um, yeah. See, so if you've got a, if you've got a website, a WordPress site, and you want to put like your Instagram feed on the right, you can just like put a plugin yes, in. Yes, that's it. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, like that. Like if we had a dashboard uh, for the podcasting and we had like one little one little button that said think of a button that looks like the sign in with facebook button or sign in with google button something like that where you click that then a pop up appears you sign into your elementary analytics and it shows your facebook instagram linkedin or or whatever else and it puts in one place i, I, I don't know i don't know what the i don't i don't know if this idea is any good to be honest but um i just i just think it'll be useful because Okay, maybe not on irrespective of friends. You know, like the other data analytics analytics platforms out there that, like, I'm thinking, you know, Zapier. If you go on the Zapier website, it says something like hundreds of API integrations, and it's so easy to to to, to put it in. Maybe you can have maybe Elementary Analytics can be a service that does something like that. So, if another, if an a dashboard. You know, like some companies have their own dashboards for analytics. They could they could input import this. I I don't know to be honest. I'm just like freewheeling here. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, you know what you mean. You go like, this is where I put my podcasts. And yeah, I think I think the thing is with Zapier now they've got so big. Yeah. I think because not ne- not necessarily you can link one API to another. I don't think they have to do some sort of integration, mm. and and they've got to figure out right. So this is how the data looks, and then if we how does that data link to another one? So that's where all the problems come in with it. There's no sort of like open standard. I mean, if there was an open standard to like podcast stats, mm-hmm. then that'd be easy. You just go, yeah, this is the open API they use plug it in and it doesn't matter who your podcast host is as long as they feed all the stats back to you you could bring it in yeah but yeah. i think it's uh, however however apple will tell you however google will tell you however amazon will tell you however spotify will tell you it's all a yeah it's a big challenge yeah it definitely is definitely I, I i see i see such huge i see such huge value okay so from my perspective um i, I own a website i want to provide an, an uh, you know analytics to my to my customers and i know that if I, I would love to have that, that there because I want my, at the end of the day, I want my customers to stay on friends as much as possible because, or maybe, so, I, I don't know, I want them to stay on it though. And I know that if they've got this nuisance inside their head where they, they don't know what their website analytics is and they don't know what the Instagram is and they have to check each one individually. If I had that API integration, I would, if it was a choice between do you want to have it there or do you not want to have it there? The answer would be yes, because I want mm. people to come on there. I want people to stay online. Yeah. I know what you could do. Um, I don't know why we'll give too much information away here or not, but yeah. 
one of the things I talked about today after that Instagram post is about like just trying shit online and see what you can like sell. Yeah. And like the t-shirt thing I tried, just oh. logging into my public account and double checking. What you could do, and I think the podcast host does it as well. Um, where is it? Edit settings. Um, oh, there we go. So what they've got when you go in your account, they've got a purpose built bit where you go and put your Google Analytics tracking code mm-hmm. and what it does for any, any so they've, you've got a certain section on their website for your t-shirt site. They've got, you put your Google Analytics tracking code in and then that'll automatically on their site spit into your Google Analytics. So you mm-hmm. could perhaps do something like that where it, it'll go, yeah, for your frenzy account, watch your Google Analytics tag ID, there you go, and then it ping, pings that back so people can then see how many views they're getting and things like that. The only problem with that is the, the listens. You don't know whether you'll have your listen stats in there, would you? It'd probably be yeah. page views and, and how they found it and what Google search brought them to that page and, you know. That's still, use, that's still that useful page. for them though, isn't it? Yeah. Also, yeah, as well. Because you could be like, because what Google Analytics gives you is like how long they spend on that page. So it could be, so let's say, your podcast episode 30 minutes and they spent 35 minutes on the page. Yeah. You could be like, well, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming that they've listened to that episode. I mean, that's, that, that's like a nice, yeah, that's a nice way to, I mean, ideally we'd be able to offer that all ourselves, but Google have that have like, GA is just so powerful. It can give so many different statistics um, and it even gives statistics based on the user as well because of, you know, what, what they take, what information they take from us, like the privacy stuff. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely something that we can do. Actually, that's a good idea. Yeah, so it could be a quick a, a quick win for you to get your own so you get your own analytics. In there. I mean, with us, it's, but that 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 leads on to the wider point, which is like the more the more data we can provide our users, that's going to be useful to them, the better. So if I if I did have this choice between putting you know uh, the Facebook and the Instagram follow count on there with a nice little green arrow saying growth or red arrow if it's, if it's bad um all that stuff would be just so useful and i wouldn't say mm. no to it just because there's other platforms just like people don't say just like websites professional websites don't say no to showing the instagram feed on their page even though it's another website then they're not because they know people that go on the page are going to want to look at it um yeah, yeah. and, and the, the beautiful thing about that is is if i have um elementary analytics for example with the social stats and, and, and website stats and stuff um, but I'm, I'm talking mainly um, social social stats here. If I have that integration on my website, the comp- other other digital businesses and other places where there is a dashboard and there's so many, like Medium, for example, all the all these other uh, user generated content websites, but just websites in general, really, if they see ha- that it's very easy for them for to show their users their um, and it's all about on, alongside as well. If they show social media stats alongside. Um, their stats as well if they can show that to users um it's just it's like another feature that would Im- improve the, the offering it's, it's like you know what here's a perfect example that i can i can think of it's like Trustpilot. everybody has Trustpilot on their on their websites um and just because one does it doesn't mean the others others won't because that was my initial thought like okay if i have elementary analytics on my thing how is that going to keep people going to friends for their analytics when every other website has it but it's more like mm-hmm. a it's like a luxury kind of thing. Um, they can st- it's it's a luxury thing that they're happy to have, um, and it, it becomes like this sort of standard. Um, 
yeah i i think that's something worth worth exploring because i mainly because i know that I'd, I'd i'd love that i'd love to be able to show it's all about the alongside thing like i was saying showing my stats alongside the social media stats there's just so much value there because social media stats is like literally what people care about so much like what it's one of their highest priorities these days yeah um, yeah 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 the social st- yeah the social stats it's just i mean a lot of people call them vanity metrics but <laughs> yeah it's you don't say that about your website though you don't say the vanity metrics on your website you say yeah. all the key business metrics so it's it's all mm. it's how you how, how you position your yeah it's what you do with the stats yeah exactly that's that's that's, that's yeah. such a good point like if you if you're using it to well, business vanity metrics it's just you want more customers at the end of the day um yeah, yeah it depends on what you want to use the followers for really but yeah, how's uh, anyway? How's things going with you on other stuff? You know, not just elementary oh. analytics, because I know you've got loads of other startups as well, or like you know, side hustles. It's, it's pretty well. It's pretty mental. My main focus is elementary analytics. Um, so I've just been hearing crickets. I've been getting quite a few signups from all this networking and partnerships I'm trying to do, yeah. um, but not no one's seen converting. Um, and I think my focus the past couple of weeks is that we went away as well. I had a, had a bit of time off. And either side of that, I've been doing a lot of features in it. So Google's got another platform called Google Search Console. And do you know about this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know about them, yeah. but I don't know if there's any, I don't know what the latest is with them. Yes. Yeah, so, so basically, I was, what I thought that what was kind of missing with elementary analytics, you've got your website stats and you've got your social media stats, but you could be getting a lot of traffic from Google searches. So I've plugged in the Search Console as well into, into, elementary analytics you can see your website starts you can see your search stats and you can see all your social media so i got that in um which was really really good and for me just it just um, blew my mind so even though i know about all this stuff i don't necessarily look at it myself so i'm I'm a hypocrite but one of the other products i've got um outflashed a little email add-in i've done a lot of content marketing stuff for it last year and i'm gonna get it open yeah, so when I started then integrated the Google Search Console into Elementary Analytics, I've got like an Outflash tile I've built. So I'll put that into the Outflash tile with all the social media stats. And like just for the last 30 days, um, Outflash has had 54,000 impressions in Google Search, which has led to like just under 600 clicks. That is 600 clicks? 600 clicks, and I didn't even know. And I was like, so I, like, I was like, Elementary Analytics is solving my own problem. So I was like, this is genius. <laughs> anyway, I, I don't know how I get this across to customers. And then when I drilled down, I think we chatted about it before. Um, so I can drill down. So in Elementary Analytics, you can then drill down into the data. Mm. And I just what I've done in it is I'll show you your top 10 pages that have been found in searches and the top 10 queries. So for like one post that I wrote about, if you've got an com account, there's an actual email limit on how many emails you can send per day. I think it's like 300 if you've got a good account. So I wrote a blog post about it for Outflash. That's getting around 16,000 impressions and it's had 300 clicks on its this, own. This is all like natural from search, from search, right? Google search. search. Wow, what terms, what terms is causing it? So I think like... Uh, and then the search queries that I've got in Elementary Analytics here, Outlook email limit, Outlook daily message limit, Outlook mass email limit. And when I did a couple of searches on these, so like some of them are getting good impressions, but I mean, 
basically my top 10 queries for the last 30 days are all a combination of that and I'm ranking on the first page of Google for all them terms. Mental. I'm just like, I didn't even know that was happening. <laughs> and when I've done a few searches yeah. myself, um, say for like Outlook email limit, the top two results are official documentation from Google and then my blog post. <laughs> I was just like, it's like blew my mind. So yeah, so, yeah. So like content marketing, I've always been a bit skeptical of it and I've always been very impatient, but now yeah that's just like and what i did i went and looked at that blog post i didn't have any call to actions on the blog post oh, and the demo video i had on I didn't, I, just, I didn't realize i'd done it i'd improved it but then deleted the old youtube video so it just had a blank <laughs> youtube cross oh, on no. it so I'm, like, I'm getting all this traffic and i'm not doing anything with it so literally the, yesterday i improved the blog post because the interesting thing with google is if you go and refresh a content that you're ranking high for, they'll give you even more reward. They'll be like, oh, you're updating this content that we're already showing highly. Yeah. We'll keep showing it because they're actually actively. So I put in two calls to action, read it, put a new video on it, and I'm just going to see what that's led to. But then what triggered me for that as well is someone just basically installed a tool the other day, and I was like, oh, where's that come from? Because I'm not actually promoting it. So that's just been... Now you figured out where they're coming from. So yes, so now I've got to try and figure it out. And I think it could be that. I've not actually delved too deep into the um, process of how they signed up. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, this is brilliant. So one of my side hustles has found another good <laughs> thing on my side hustles. So I was like, it's getting a bit like Inception. That's, yeah, a, so that's that, actually amazing. That's, so yeah, it's Elementary Analytics. So that's one of the things I wanted to put in. And instantly when I was testing it, mm. I've, seen, I've seen a good kickback for, just for myself. Um, yeah, so I've just been doing a lot of development work. We've just released today a new reporting update. So the reports I designed myself that you can do clicking, the PDFs we produce for you. Um, but I just, I just got chatting to a designer and she just said, I'll, I'll do it a little bit of a mate's rates. And she gave me this amazing template for, for, for it. Um, so I've just read on the PDFs and they look, they look really good now. All really right, can good. you send it to me afterwards? I'd, I'd like to have a look. Yeah, I'll send you. I'll send you one. I'll send you the outflash one. Um, yeah. What I did because I just basically got, tried to get it out. Um, it wasn't in keeping with the brand, with the fonts and the color mm. scheme, the way like the up arrows go and the little percentage signs. Yeah. She's just basically. I took a lot of screenshots. To give it her. So I've done all that. So that's been a, a real. Oh, is she still? Is she still going to rework it then, or is it? You took those. No, so I've got. I've got oh, a right, full okay. template. Mm. I've just got some issues. I can't quite get the header and footer on the on the pages to work, so I'm not putting mm -hmm. that in. Mm -hmm. But the brand new redesigns there, so oh, I can't wait. Yeah, so that's really good. And yeah. off the back of that is I've bumped up the prices and I've reduced the trial period as well because what was finding is people were signing up, mm. and then I think you kind of falling out of mind from them. Mm -hmm. But it takes thirty days to them to subscribe, so I've dropped the. So it's a 14 day free trial now. Um, we don't ask for a credit card or anything. Mm -hmm. like we do it a bit differently to what you do. We'd of course yeah. just use the product. And then if you try and use it after that 14 days, that's when a subscription thing will come up. Right, now you have to subscribe if you want to do it. Because I think people have had the same thing that you've talked about. I don't, I don't trust you yet. I don't put, want to put my card details in. So there is that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but yeah, then from the back of that, I've just got like a, a fighting day drip feed email thing that I've put in any, I'm trying to put in anyway, just exactly what you were saying about education. 
So it's like a video sequence to, here's your Google Analytics stats, this is why we show five key stats, this is what each stats mean. So it's just trying to be a bit like helping people out from uh, that point of view. So that's everything that's been going on with me. Um, from a marketing point of view, a bit of the, uh, still trying to do the networking and get the affiliate stuff going, so that's been tough, but going back to paid ads, um, I've just been testing it and did a sort of sales funnel, a pay the ads for the sales funnel and just heard crickets. I think I got two subscribers from it. Um, but then I didn't give up on what I did is I reworked the, so to give you a bit of context on it, it was like a sales funnel. So it's an ad that, to a free ebook, which if you subscribe to, to get it, you then get to a sales page selling um, another ebook about how to, what metrics to look at in your business and stuff, which then is like a soft sell for then elementary analytics down the line. Mm -hmm. so that's the thought process. Is the second book paid for? The second ebook's paid okay. for, so the marketing metrics to help you analyze your business is a paid mm -hmm. ebook. So it completely bombed, revisited it. The ads still aren't working well, but I redid the opt in page and did A B testing as well. So I tested two different headlines, and one headline gave me a 70% opt in rate. Well, so, yeah, goes so to show, out, doesn't it? Wow. Seven it's out of 10 people. Coolest changes. Uh, so wait, where, where, where were these ads? Were they on Google, Google on Facebook. Facebook? Okay. Facebook ads. Okay. Have you tried Facebook Instagram ads. ads yet? No, not yet. So that's, okay. that's the next part of call. Cause I know we've been pinging each other ads and stuff for, yeah. from, from Instagram. So I've got, so basically it went from like a complete shit sales funnel. And what I did, I just reworked one part. I reworked the ads a bit. They didn't quite work. They were better. Yeah. But this opt-in page just completely started smashing it. So yeah, I think the the A test was working really well. That's seventy percent. The B test had like a thirty percent opt-in rate still, so I was nailing it. But then the weird thing is, I was getting to the sales page, didn't get any sales on the sales page. But I've got um, a heat map on the and a scroll map. Yeah. And every every single person that went on the sales page scrolled right to the bottom where the buy now button is. But they didn't click so, it. But they didn't click it. Oh. So this is the thing now. Instead of like. The, good th the thing what I'm trying to do with this is now is go, right, okay, so don't touch the opt-in because that's looking. You need to tweak your ads and you need to tweak the sales page and then just review it. So I think this is what, you know, you were going about, we were sort of like yeah. tweaking, your, tweaking your DMs, tweaking this, tweaking that. So that, that's going to be my tweak now is can I get the ads to convert a bit more because mm -hmm. they were getting a hell of a lot of impressions before someone clicked. So trying to get higher click rate and then see if I can get a paying customer, someone to pay for this ebook on mm -hmm. the on the sales page. Because if they're interested, if I can convince them that they need to look at the internet marketing metrics yeah. and sell them an ebook, the thank you page introduces elementary analytics with a nice video explaining what it is and how you can get a, a weekly email with all these stats already for you. Oh right, okay, part of it. So part of the service, yeah. Yes, yeah, so that's kind of like my method in my madness. I just can't seem to get the ads to come work and I can't seem to get the sales page to work. But it's again, it's coming back to what you were saying, like you can't be sending DMs all the time. You need to find mm -hmm. another channel that kind of works. So that's what I've been experimenting with. And because I've spent about £100 experimenting, didn't get any paying customers, mm. got quite a few email addresses of people that may be interested, which is a good thing. Mm -hmm. I'm building a list of, of, of people. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm 
kind of get this report update out of the way. Um, a couple of other features that I'm going to try and see if I can work out this sort of paid sales funnel and see if we can just start getting customers and mm. a bit, bit of income. So try and someone buys an ebook and that goes towards the ad spend. Um, mm, so you're not yeah. selling out all this money. Mm, no. Yeah. Have you ever thought about just about doing an ad that that just takes us? Because the thing is, I haven't done any paid ads for friends yet, um, so I'm not sure. Because I know how important the sales funnel is, and that's why you've got the eBooks in there. But have you ever yeah. tried? Have you ever thought about trying just just trying to sell elementary analytics, like the trial, for example? I tried it. I tried it. I did try that, and that got didn't even get an email address. I didn't even get a oh, sign up. You didn't get a sign up. Not a single one. Okay. No. So I think again, that's I think the sales page probably wasn't mm-hmm. good enough again but i think and again i think because i tried doing the ebook because at the point you're trying to get someone you're trying to get an ad to someone to register for a free trial and then you've got to wait another 30 days for a customer to, to figure out subscribe. Yeah, to see if they so continue or not yeah yeah so you basically you could be especially if you're getting let's say that ad does work and you're getting a lot of free trials. You could spend hundreds of thousands of pounds to get free trials that then never get paid customers. But at least if you sell an ebook and the goal is to try and break even on ad spend. So yeah, for every pound of ad spend I put in, I sell a pounds worth of ebooks or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. So I'm not out of pocket and I've got potentially a customer because what did they say? If someone's bought from you before, they're more likely to buy from you again. Yeah. So you bought our Metrics ebook from Elementary Analytics. Why not try our software product that makes it easy for you? So that's the method of my madness. I'm just trying to, trying to get it to just work once and then see China's trying exactly. to scale it's, it. It's literally finding the one that works and then just doubling down on that. So you're still you're still trying to find the one that works, but the tweaks are all. Yeah, when you were talking about the tweaks, I was thinking about the DMs as well, and I was about to say it, but then you you came around full circle pretty much, and yeah, you know, it's, it, I I thought about that exactly. Um, so you're making changes at least. You're not like staying stuck, you know. You're making the changes that's that's that you think's gonna gonna help it. Yeah, yeah, and no, I think as well, it's like going back to scaling, and I think I don't know whether they're like because you've gone, you've been able to get like some funding for yourself, and you're doing it full time. What I'm struggling with is these sort of these real effort and repeatable things that you're doing, sort of DMs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm struggling to do that as well as all the other stuff on my list at the minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to just get all this development work out of the way um, and all this other stuff that's kind of just taken up a bit of mental space and then try and do, try and work out a paid ad thing as well as doing all this sort of what you're doing, DMing, reaching out to people maybe being a bit more active on LinkedIn and Instagram to then try and scale it. Cause I think that's my problem is I want to do this from the product point of view, but that's me as well as doing, I'm the developer on the market at the same time, which is a real challenge. Yeah, that is, I, I don't know how you'd manage that to me. So, Cause I, I manage that, but like just managing the development, not actually doing the development, which is, which is like a lot harder. I, I imagine yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it must be difficult. But then it must be also easier in some way as well because you're in charge of it. You're not like you know you're not like you know trying to trying to get people to do um, to do to do things. Um, you know, yeah, as I, think, as you want. I think going back to what you said about the the back end uh, login you put in, mm. being a developer by trade and doing it for so long, that was as soon as the as soon as I basically built the product, all that was already in. 
Mm. Um, oh yeah, the lo- the login was working, but it was a subscription that was just. It's like you go to the final page and you put in your card, and it was just one user has had this problem, and I assumed that was it was because of the card because on the same version that we had out loads of other people were signing up for trials successfully this person yeah. just couldn't sign up for a trial and i had to speak to stripe the people over at stripe um asking you know what's going wrong here and they said they weren't even sure like i sent them the code i sent them so much of it, so much information and they said we're not exactly sure um they couldn't look through the whole code because the code was you know i sent them one one pay the the payment sort of page of the code i don't know what's called if it's file or page but i sent them that and they said okay this code's this page is really really long so we can't look through all of it um i'd suggest your developer does that so but because it only had to happen to one person <clears throat> and i've <clears throat> and every customer that we've had i've guided through them through it with them <clears throat> so yeah it means that out of all of them, only one had it. Um, so it wasn't like my most pressing concern at the moment. Yeah, yeah. If I was having people come from random places trying to sign up, I would, th- this would keep me up at night because I was like, one of them is going to try and sign up. I'm going to lose out on it because uh, because they might be experiencing the same error that that first person yeah. had. So, yeah. yeah. I think going back to what you said, like getting the search console stuff in mm. and then this week doing the reporting, I think it is to be, yeah, it's, there's not too much going, too much to and fro in either. It's like, is this what I want from it? No, well, then it's my responsibility to sort it out. Yeah, there's so much to, yeah. and, to and fro from me because, like, for example, uh, like the person who's doing next, next.js, for example, um, I don't know how to say this without shitting on them because I don't want to do that, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I, I have to, because I'm not doing the work myself, I have to explain things explain why things are a certain way uh, a lot because someone's just come in they, they've never seen the product before they're just coming yeah. and they're looking at it they're like okay why is this this way like especially if it's something that's like not standard um not what they're used to they're thinking like okay well i've done this i've done a website like this like 15 billion times before so why are you making my job harder by having it in this very you know specific way and uh, then i then i'd have to go in and explain it and take a lot it takes a lot of time to explain it luckily i know why everything is the way it is um on on the site and i uh, various things i acknowledge is like it, i it, i hate it too it's like well i hate that it has to be like this just like i hate that there's no app like i i've got this sort of uh, there's a lot of things that i uh I, I hate on the same level and I'm like, yeah, I know it sucks, doesn't it? That it's this way. Um, like for example, the animation's a little bit slow because the JSON has so much data in it and I want to start cutting that data down and reducing it to its bare minimum. So at least the, the, the file of the JSON is like a little bit lower and, um, and it will take less time to load, for example. It's like all these things I know about, but I'm just not focusing on them right now because I need to focus on other things. Yeah. Um, but some things like, for example, uh, one thing that confused the next.js developer was like, we have a podcast search page where you can go on a podcast page and then you can search um, everything inside that podcast that's been uploaded to friends. And it's separate from the sort of general search page, which is like search the whole site. And that yeah. general search search is like, you know, every episode and every podcast and all these, all these kind of things. But this was just like for this podcast search. And there's two, there's two endpoints. There's one at the top and one at the bottom. Um, and the one at the bottom is paginated and the one at the top shows like, um, I'm using endpoints. So if anyone's listening, who's not like, who doesn't know what the hell that is, uh, two lists, like there's two lists on the, on the page. The top list is episode, episode title matches. So if you're, if you're searching the word football, um, the top list literally just shows matches with football, um, in the title, the episode titles of that inside that podcast. And, uh, underneath that, there's a separate list, which is all the, 
matches within episodes of when football's mentioned in, a, in, a, in an episode. So the bottom list is like bound to be a lot longer because the word that you search is more likely to appear inside, inside the episode than as a title. And we've got those two lists. And the, the developer was like, why is there two lists? lists there should be one. And um, mm-hmm. I, I get exactly where he's coming at. But then I thought if the user, because the user has two different motivations for both of them. Um, but regardless, I said, um, I compared it to the Google's viewer. Like if you search something on Google, it's going to show something at the top. Like sometimes it's like a news bit. Like if I searched Brexit, um, the top, it'll show like 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 five or like three um, bubbles of the latest news about Brexit. And then I'll have like a view or little button that you can click and you can click that and then you can see the full list. Yeah. Uh, or you can just watch, look at the web pages underneath it and then, you know, click page two, page three. And his, this developer's question to me was, why is it when you click page two, the bit at the top, which says, which is just like Google, by the way, it says like a view all kind of thing for episode title matches. Why does that disappear on page two? Surely that should still be there when you click page two. Yeah, I'm trying to explain like, um, no, because that's not really part of the pagination at the bottom. That's not part of that list. It's a separate list. And then he said, why, is it, why are the list separate? And then, I, then that was tough because I was like, okay, I need to answer this. Um, how can I say, because of course I want it to be one list because it's not like we're searching two different, you know, it's not like one's an image search and one's an episode. Um, one's an image search and one's an episode search. It's like they're both episode searches. They're just searching different things. And then I thought the best way to do this is to do some kind of filter where you filter if you want to search titles only or search uh, inside episodes, um, inside episodes uh, um, only, for example, or both at the same time, and then also sort out a filter panel that sorts out, you know, the sorting and stuff. How do you want to sort it? Do, do, should it be most popular first, newest first? There's so many options, and of course, we don't have like the, the back end developer, for example, didn't make anything with filters or anything like that. Um, and it would be a nightmare to ask him now. Hey, can you just remake this whole? combine these two endpoints, make it into one, make it have all these filter options. I mean, we've got so much data about podcasts. It's very hard to build these endpoints. We, we can, but I, I was basically, I had to explain to the developer that, look, we can't waste like a week, two weeks or however long, because obviously yeah, yeah. The, 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 the other developer is not just waiting for me to give him work. He's like got like loads of other things going on. So like, I'm not going to delay things for two weeks and make sure and assure that this page doesn't get converted into next.js because you don't like how it, how it currently is. Like that, and and I it was, it was just it's the thing like that. Like one, one for example, and I don't know, I don't know if this was rude or if this was like a joke. It, it didn't seem like a joke, but like for example, uh, I I used the example of Google for why there's a view all, and then when you press page two, that little news section at the top just disappears, and it goes into web pages. And he said, "You are not Google," and I was like, "Oh, like I'm not trying to." I'm, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like I have to deal with that kind of level of stuff all the time. And that's just a bit annoying because that's why like when you talk about how how you, you you're in control of your own development, sometimes I'm a little bit like, oh, I wish I had those skills. I'd love to just, you know, dive in. But like I never I never went all in on freelancing. But yeah. the way freelance developers are, are they freelancers? Yeah, they're freelancers, yeah, that's right. I just like I've had so many inquiries, even though I'm not actively doing it over the years actively saying I was a freelancer. I've had people come to me like, can you help me out because my developers let me down? Or mm. like, silly comments like that. It's like, what? Yeah. No, oh, God. It's just so annoying. It's so annoying. But In- you- Interestingly, what did I say to freelancers? I tried, um, I'll see if I dig it out, actually. I tried one of the things where I was trying to promote Outflash, the tool. I did like these real distinct sort of personas. 
and one of them was like a freelancer and i was like right i'll do it as like freelance developers because i kind of know what that persona looks like for myself oh yeah yeah and one of the email things i did was like how to set up your linkedin profile how to set up your twitter profile what not to say to your customers and one of the things i can't remember how i worded it but one of the things like things not to say to customers like you're not google it's tiny <laughs> wages you can't say stuff like that yeah and i just think sometimes developers are odd folk but i might get a lot of shit for this but i'm a developer by yeah. trade so i can say it, I can say it yeah. are odd folk and some of the social skills may be lacking in that sort of situation but you don't you're a professional freelance developer you don't say well you're not google <laughs> yeah you go like oh I can, yeah i can see why you're mirroring one of the biggest things that's ever been in existence <laughs> for your product yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's just like, I, I, I just try to explain the point as to why I don't, I don't think that a user would expect if you press page two, the top list would still be there. Um, no. But regardless, I, I ended up, you know, after that, I basically said to him, okay, so what do you propose? Like, okay, how do you want to do this? Because we can't imagine that the backend developer no longer, longer exists and we've got these two endpoints. We've got these two lists. What would you rather do? The view all or have you got another alter alternative? And then he said, why not have two paginated lists? And I said, Okay, show me a page that has two paginated lists on it. Uh, where there's two, 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 you scroll down and you go, I was like, sh show me that. And then, he, and then when you showed me it, you know, if I like it, then yeah, we can do it. But if, if, you know, if I don't like it, then we won't do it. And then I said, by the way, it's not just Google. Uh, it was, I didn't show him screenshots, but I was considering it. I was like, if you go to LinkedIn, you'll find the same thing. It'll show people, it'll show jobs, and then there'll be a paginated list at the bottom. And if you click yeah. page two, it's, the other stuff's going to disappear. And I said, Facebook, LinkedIn, you know, they all do it. Um, so I, 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 I get, I don't really, I don't really blame him in some way because I understand that uh, he's not used to doing it this way. He doesn't, he can't be bothered or whatever reason, you know, um, so, you know. Uh, it was very good of you to actually be like that because I'd have just been like, it's my fucking product. Just <laughs> do what I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, have been, I'd, I'd have probably, I'm losing my rag just telling me I'm not normally like that, but I've just like, you know what? Just, just do it. Just yeah. do it. Just, just get it done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, us for, like, when I do it as like a, when you're part of a professional development team and you've got product owners, well, you probably know this as well, like there is that to and fro in that goes on. Mm. But like as a, from a freelance point of view, just be like, okay, yeah, I'll just do it. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just get it done. It's, unless it's something like, unless he could see that you're going to grind the site to a halt and it's going to be in a really bad user experience and it's just going to not work. Mm. Yeah, but like that sort of thing, you should just be like, yeah, yeah, no worries, I'll get on with it. Just yeah, it should be. I mean, the, the 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 literal spec for this guy was to copy what the, the copy the how the website currently works. We've got like a live site which is on the old framework and this test site, so he can yeah, look yeah. through the code of the old site and look exactly how it's done. But you know, he, he, you know, I, I I don't really know. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know much to be honest. But at this point, I wish I had the leverage to just say, okay, if you don't want to do it this way, that's fine. I'll find someone else to do it. Um, but when this guy's like, literally, this is the second to last page that he's got to do. Um, you know, so I'm just thinking like, I just want, I'd rather just you finish it up and then, you know, it's wrapped up, so to speak, rather than me just having to let you go find someone else. You know. I had something similar when I was doing the fishing app. I was like, whoa. I, was, I, was, I had to rewrite it from one framework to another. Mm. Um, and before I did it, 
I was like, I don't know much of this own framework. You know what? Let's try and act like a business owner and yeah. hire a developer. And he was just, he was just shocking. And he was just kept delaying it, kept delaying it, saying, oh, I've got something else on, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, look, when are you going to, I was like, right, I'm cancelling the contract. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, see, I've started working on it. And basically took an image of my app, what I, what I, what I wanted, and photoshopped on the improvement and then sent it to me. He said, look, I'm doing, doing it. And I went, you've just photoshopped that. And he's like, no, 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 I haven't, no, I haven't. How could you do like, that look. was a photoshop? Yeah, I could tell. As in, was it, was it like, was it, was it really obvious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so shocking that he did that. <laughs> that's so bad. I was like, that was definitely not, that's definitely not in the app. Yeah. Um, I can't even remember what feature it was. I was like, look, no, like, stop working on it. I was like, you know what? I'll tell you what, I'll pay you. I think I said, I'll pay you $50. Yeah. Um, when you've delivered, well, I can't remember what, yeah, what else he was delivering. Yeah. And I was just like, it's just shockingly bad what they get up to. Honestly, man. Yeah. So my, yeah. my dream is to be able to hire full time and then I won't have to deal with any of this. No. Yeah. Well, yeah, that'd be the goal. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want to pass on the development work, but I always think, yeah, it's, it's, it can be tough getting, getting someone good. Yeah. We could have a whole episode on, honestly, if you, if, if you like, if you open me up in the right way, yeah, when it comes to freelancers, I'll just, I could be very loose lipped about this kind of stuff. Um, with, with freelancers, <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I've got a load of examples in my head, just stashed away in there of, uh, of times where I just, I've like, I haven't, I haven't overtly, sometimes I have overtly lost my shit with like a developer, but some, most of yeah. the time I just keep it in my head and I just think, you know, um, just leave it, you know, just leave it. Just leave yeah. It. When it comes to contract renewal, you've had it. So yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. The, the ghosting one I don't get is like, I've seen it so many times where a developer's done some work for someone on a website mm. and then they've needed some improvements and they've gone back to them and gone like, Oh, have you got capacity? And they'll just never reply. That's so bad. They ignore them. I've seen it so many times. I'm just like, why don't you just say I'm blocked out for six months? Yeah, yeah. Well, I've got, uh, there's an amazing, the backend developer friend is, he's so responsive, always, he always replies. And that's just like one of the best things. Like literally I've worked with this guy for like five years. Like, cause he helped me out with tube as well back in the oh, day. Yeah, yeah. yeah so th- this guy, you know, when you find someone who's reliable, then you just tend to tend to stick. Um, so yeah, there's there's definitely some really really good, but they're like a, a diamond a diamond a dozen to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah, long Chris. Yeah. Long yeah. Oh, we've been chatting for a while. Uh, have we, should we do? Do we have like a new segment or shall we? Um, is that one? No, is there anything know? you want to talk about? I'm not, I've, I've not done. Yeah, me neither. To be honest, I've, I guess we've been busy focusing on on you know making our side hustles work. Yeah, I mean we don't want to talk about Bitcoin again. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, don't know what's no nothing really. Yeah, it's a, yeah, that's alright. I think I think we we've spoken for quite a bit of time anyway, so we could probably just we can wrap up this episode. Um, unless is there was any more updates that you wanted to share out with the world? No, no, I think the interesting conversation just going on back about side hustles and yeah. things getting in the way. Yeah. So obviously I've got the email tool just sat there. I've got the phishing app just sat there. And over the weekend I've had two installs. I'm not even promoting it. And yeah. I've set up an autoresponder, obviously. And it was a while back. And one of the like, last emails that gets sent out is like, here's what the updates will be to the app, what I'm thinking of doing in future. And someone's just started emailing and saying, oh, could it do this? Could it do that? It'd be great if it could do this. 
And it's just like, it's funny what you're not focusing on. Mm-hmm. It's just like coming back and just distracting me now. And just all right. Like, yeah, so. Who would have thought? Yeah, so it's funny, it's funny what you put out there. And you've just a little bit of, I think, a little bit of patience with some of this stuff mm. when you're trying to do like your content marketing and, and, and putting it on the app stores or whatever. Like I've just not got the patience for it. But yeah, it's like six months in now with both, like six months with the fishing app, Twelve months with with the Outlook tool, so just these things now are kind of the the links that are out there in the web in the ether or whatever, and now driving people to it. So it's yeah, the long game. Even though I've not done that much effort with it, is is it's still ticking along. So that's a nice success story with content marketing, though, because for me, I always thought content marketing just as a just as like a nice little thing like a, a facade so to speak it makes you look good you know it makes you look like you've got loads of information out there if people need it but you've actually got traffic coming into these articles just naturally yeah. which is pretty damn yeah, yeah yeah so i think for, for like going back to the outlook tool i've got when i got that um va to do all the stuff for elementary analytics like the 10 questions for google analytics 10 questions for facebook page insights i was like like what's outlook i think did you do 10 for outlook so I look questions. So I've got like the top questions that people will be asking about that. And I'm just going to create more blog articles and just see if I can just keep, keep churning that out and working out. Um, I think the crazy thing with that is you've got to work out how then your website converts and people that visit your blog to then go and try your tool. I think that's the next bit I, I, I got to work out on. But yeah. the way it's going at the minute, I'm probably going to be getting about a thousand views on Outflash is marketing website just from the sort of past 18 months of sort of content marketing effort so it's a yeah it's an interesting one i think even even when people you know that's the thing you've if you've got a popular blog or people a blog that people are just always going are going on quite often when they do hear about your your service elsewhere they're going to remember it that way and they're going to remember you as like a sort of market leader um i know that's what i think uh what's it called like Hootsuite, I think, I think Hootsuite. They they have loads of they have they've had loads of um, social media marketing uh, blogs that that are, are really really good and they've been popular for so long. I've come across them year after year after year after year with yeah. different questions and stuff. Um, and then when someone says to me like um, someone said to me once when we were setting up scheduling for Instagram, they said use Hootsuite. I just I knew straight away. I knew what it was. I didn't pick it, but that was because I'd already come across another tool before that I quite liked. Um, but I, I think I think it's like a you know lots of things operating at the same time. It's like billboards. I always thought about billboards as like, you know, this. I always thought I was I compared like billboards with with um, banner ads and stuff. Thought so banner ads are better because like you click on it and you you go to it. You can't click on a bill, yeah. billboard, but because the billboard, you know, it just it, it reminds you that it, that the brand exists, I suppose, um, and it is a leader because it can, you know, if you if if you're appearing at the top of Google, for example. You, you think that this is a leading brand and that's that that doesn't sort of disappear from your it's head the brand yeah it's the branding that you you, you go on about you know yeah it's, it's getting that brand at the forefront of the mind yeah it's an interesting one exactly yeah, yeah it's, it's bringing it to the forefront of the mind um so that, that that that's such a cool thing that you've got that that blog at the top i might need to take your advice when when, when we do like a support site i might need to take your advice on yeah. what you're doing because you're actually a really good writer because i remember reading your blog ages ago and it inspired i, I think i already already told you but inspired one of my ideas for forensic future um and i was also thinking you know your linkedin posts mm-hmm. did your blogging experience sort of help out with that because you've got a similar style don't you where you have those sort of like short sentences 
or oh, long sentence, short, short sentence, short sentence, long, long yeah. sentence. Yeah, I did a lot of, um, so one of the good, um, there's quite a few tools, but there's one, there's one that you can put in your WordPress site called Yoast SEO. And they'll sort of, you'll get like red marks on if you've got a paragraph that's too long or a sentence that's too long. Yeah, so right. there's kind of like a structure and there's called, um, oh, what's it called? Is it the flesh scale? I've probably got that completely wrong. But there's a guy years okay. ago, what a scientist or something, looked at how writing styles um, help people consume consume the content. That is so interesting. Uh, let me. So what I use now when I'm writing something, um, it's called Hemingway app. Hemingwayapp.com, and you can install a. Um, you can download it for your paid version for your PC, but basically it, it's American, but it grades it on the readability score of grade um, good. Or, so you basically try to get to a grade one level because it makes it easy to read. And it's all about these things like short sentences, don't overcomplicate words and stuff. So it's just from years of using these plugins and little writing things to try and get better at that. And I'm, I'm pretty good. So the Hemingway app is really good because It'll either do like um, red, yellow, blue, depending on what you need to change. So if you've written a blog article and there's no colours other than black and white, you know it's a, 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 you've written well. So I think it's just like training yourself to write that way and, and trying. I struggled with trying to write the way I talk because I'd always think you'd have to put in big words and try and be more complicated and sound intelligent. But the key is to try and sound as dumb as possible because then, and obviously people are just scanning now, people are just scanning on the phone. Yeah. If you can make something really easy to consume and read through and get the point across. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's just, just from years of using these, these little guides to help me. Yeah. yeah it's, it, you should, you should use like, I've, I've always been a fan of like not using words that people that aren't, it's not that people weren't like words that aren't com- commonly used. Um, yeah. you, you, you can get like any point across with just basic language. Um, and I just, I went on the Hemingway app website, you know, the, I, I searched it and I went on the Google landing page the landing page is so cool because it literally demonstrates it's so, it's so good it demonstrates like exactly what it does on the first you don't need to scroll down you see exactly yeah. it's really good it's a really good example of a landing page i have to admit and uh yeah it's exactly like you explained it you know with the different colors and stuff uh, i was thinking i was thinking of doing a landing page like this for friends where it shows a podcast on friends so then you can instantly sort of see what why friends is different because it's because it's got the words there it's interactive I was thinking of doing that. Maybe I'll do that when, when I've got more customers. I could do it now. Yeah, I've done, I've done that for elementary. Analytics. It's just a quick overview video. Um, All right. It's been transcribed as well, so it's got the subtitles on it. So if someone's got it muted, they can still see what the video's saying. That's good. Yeah, and just, just do that. And I think it's... I mean, I've not even ever thought. It's just basically I just recorded something on Zoom, I think, or whatever you... Screenshot me in the little top corner and then... I don't, I don't even think I'm on it, so just... Oh really? Okay. Just a stream, a video record of me, and then talking through it, and then that's it. I'm and gonna make loads of uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna make loads of um, those kind of tut- you know, like the ones that you've got on your YouTube tutorial videos. I'm gonna do yeah. those kind of things with friends, like how to use it and stuff. Um, and that was another thing that I didn't really want to do. I, I, like I said, I never wanted to like get my face involved in <laughs> involved in it. But now that I've, I've done it. Yeah, but fine. one thing I say to myself. Yeah. I think I said it on a podcast last week, actually. No one's more passionate about your product 
no one knows more about your product than you. No one's going to be able to respond to it better than you. So I struggled with it for ages, but yeah, I think, so I've got a YouTube channel for elementary analytics and oh God knows how many videos I've got in it now. I've got like three or four playlists depending on what you want to do. So it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So I'll get that, I'll get that stuff done as well. Um, there's one thing I wanted to ask you just quickly before we, before we go, do you know the Google search console stuff that you're, mm-hmm. so is that, is that in elementary analytics, anal, anal, ah, so analytics now? Yeah. That is so cool. Okay. I can't wait for you to send me the screenshot then. I think that's such a good idea because, because does it, it tells you the pages that your traffic's coming in, the, the, no, sorry, not pages, the search queries that are bringing, that's bringing your, your page on Google analytics, the most traffic. Yeah. So, oh, so what we do with, with, what we yeah. do with the Google analytics is when you're looking at your Google analytics breakdown, we'll show you all your stats, your 30 day things, but we'll say, here's the top 10 pages on your, on your website that's had the most traffic. <clears throat> and what mm-hmm. we've done with search console is doing the same sort of concepts is go, what are the top 10 pages appearing in your Google search? And then what the search console does, it'll say, so like query would be like, um, transcribing podcasts. And if that's showing a lot of forensic content, then that'll be in the top 10. So we've, we've, put, we've put both in on top of each other. So your top pages and your top queries, so you can see um, what they're doing. And what seems to be for me is the top 10 queries all relate back to the number one page. So mm. it, it's, it's that I've just got one piece of content basically that's nailing it for me. But hopefully I'll start getting sort of 10 good pages and 10 different search queries. Is there something that you can do in the future, which is which shows like um, the queries that you're not exploiting yet that are quite similar, like similar queries to the ones that you're already listing in? But um, um, hmm, I don't know actually, because can you know? Google's quite good at doing that anyway, I think. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, the Google ads you chat about, if you put in a certain search query, they'll be quite good at doing similars, or if it's like one way or another, I think they'll start ranking for that or whatever. Okay. Okay. I uh, can't wait to see how it looks though. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ping me a screenshot afterwards. I want to, I want to have a look. Um, yeah, we'll but yeah. Okay. All right. Let's, let's wrap up. Um, everyone who's listening. Thank you very much. Uh, this has been an amazing episode. It's nice to chat to you as always, Phil. And yeah, you uh, too, man. we decided in the interim, by the way, um, that we're going to do episodes every month. So uh, that's why, you know, you're going to hear from us after such a long time because we're doing it monthly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'll, I'll chat to you again in a month, and we'll we'll see how we're getting along. But hopefully, you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep making our tweaks, keep you know doubling down on, on what works, and uh, more success will come in the future. Fingers crossed. Fingers yes. crossed. Okay, without a doubt. Okay, thanks everyone for listening, and bye everyone.